Welcome to the Territorial Fae Podcast, a podcast where boozy fae females discuss bookish adventures. Hey guys, welcome back to the Territorial Fae Podcast. I'm your host, Kaylee. I'm Alicia. I'm Amanda. And I'm Jen. And uh, today we're going to be chatting about the one everybody is chatting about, (laughs) Iron Flame. Oh, Iron Flame. (laughs) We have not previously discussed this book. We've all finished it in the last um, week or two. And guys, I I know we've been super kind of sporadic with our posting, with our, on our social media. It's just, you know, fucking life, man. Life gets to us sometimes and we're hoping to get back on track in January because it's been a, it's been a pretty big end of the year and, and uh, we're hoping to get our shit together (laughs) (laughs) at the beginning of 2024. Wishful thinking. Know, right? yeah. <laughs> but we uh we we've we've kind of surfaced talked about iron flame we've mostly just been like are you fucking kidding me did this just fucking happen you've got to fucking be kidding me there's been a lot of f-bombs that yeah, might just gonna be say me. we've all like kind of touched on certain things we just haven't we've we've not done a deep dive and okay so i listened to it and read it on my kindle um so i did audible and kindle and it you know it just kind of picks up where you leave off on the other device alicia you read it right you didn't listen to it at all nope okay amanda you did both like me right or you just listened i mostly listened i I read like four chapters maybe what about you jen did you just read book okay Mm. i paid for this book i waited to read it (laughs) when i got back (laughs) we were at y'all fest and amanda's in like the bed next to me like listening to it at night and i'm like nope i'm waiting till i get home (laughs) right you're like bitch you better not say one fucking word about spoilers with that shit in your ears it's like everyone with their chapter 25 or whatever yeah well i have a 45 minute to an hour drive to work so it's really a lot easier for me if i listen to it um that's that's my biggest chunk of time is to listen and I didn't think that I would be able to listen to something that I've never read before but I really enjoyed it I was like super engaged um I liked the narrator I know that in fourth wing her first like go around she was really sick so people didn't like that um and they did redo it but I I thought she was great and I've honestly seen quite a few people say, I had a lot of trouble with the narrator, but then I tried to say, hold on, silver one, in my <laughs> voice, and I humbled myself real fucking quick. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So I'm, I'm listening to her, I started the Care of All series, and I'm like halfway through it, and I'm like, oh, this is the same narrator. It took me a very long time to realize it was the same person. Oh my god. In her full That's health, funny. you couldn't tell the difference. And she does such a good job with that series and all her different accents that mm-hmm. I think she does lack a little bit in Fourth Wing since I'm really something else. Okay. Um, but 
it's I she was told perfectly fine yeah to she me. was perfectly fine for me as well and I'm super spoiled by Davina Porter who does Outlander she's just the most phenomenal narrator I've ever heard in my entire life I love her over who does Harry Potter Michael something? no it's either um even Fry, even Fry, or Jim Dale, um, Jim Dale. Jim Dale. Jim Dale. That's Jim who Dale. I listen to. Freaking yeah, amazing. I mean, he's so great. Davina Porter tops him for me though, because she's you, just Jesus. She's so good. Okay, you know I don't. Stephen Fry is the king in Red, White, and Royal Blue. Stop it! Stop that's it! Who that is. That's who that that's, is. That's Gordon. Gordon. Okay. From Bones. That's Gordon. I didn't yes. know that. Yes. That's who is. that is. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how we want to do this. I don't think I want to go through. No, me from either. The end. I just want to talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about with this. Yes, one. the big pieces. The like most like, shocking things. There's a <laughs> space. Okay. So let's talk about uh if you loved or hate it what was your rating let's just start there Let, let's Matt, start yeah, yeah, okay. there okay can can Matt be a rating like sure okay Matt is my rating give, give your star and then and then what you would write with it is Matt. can we do <laughs> some like cold stone cold stone uh sizes like I, like I it, have love three. it Matt. yeah I literally Matt. this guy good reads review is is I don't you guys can't see it's it's long. Oh, Jesus, that's how mad. I couldn't even rate it. Okay, I couldn't even rate it. Go. That's how I felt. Go. Okay, oh, I don't do that. Okay, so Kaylee, you were meh. Meh. That's my rating. Meh. Okay. Amanda, I liked it. Okay, Alicia? but I liked it knowing that there's more coming. Okay, like knowing that's, that's what fair. book it is in the series. That's, that's fair. So you but gave it a curve itself. because it had second book sy- syndrome. By itself. You already gave it a curve. I don't I don't know. I don't think I feel about it how you guys felt about it. I didn't feel I didn't feel as hyped for after like as I did after the first one. Yes. But I wasn't mad about it. I, I was mad about the ending. The rest of it, I really enjoyed. But what when it came to the ending, it was like, okay, so if you're rating it on a curve and you're like, me, 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 and then you're like, B. Yeah, but if you rate it on a curve compared to fourth wing, then it's way down here. Right. You gave it a 3.5. Yes, 3.5 is perfect, I feel like. Jen? Oh, sincerely disappointed. That's sincerely disappointed. I love like, it. So I, I think the problem for me is it, it could have been so much shorter because it was so freaking repetitive. It was like some of the writing, some of the yeah. writing, I was like, why are we talking about Varish trying to check her bag for the 20th time? We get it. He has it out for her. Like yeah. there was just so much where I was like, you said this 15 times. Can we get to why you said this 15 times? Like, I think I just love the first one so much. And I know you should kind of separate them because they're two different books but it's the same series so it's hard to separate it is but I feel like for a lot happened and at the same time it felt like it was nothing (laughs) so I literally so my goodreads it's like I I rated a four on there but I said I honestly think my star score would be a 3.5 which is really odd for me and I so I love the characters 
right? The characters, I live for the characters, the squad. And we'll okay. talk about the squad, but I live for the squad. Wait, but- Alicia, can we just take a pause? What's mm-hmm. on your hand? Oh, this is my my omen stone. I always play with it whenever we record. I love that so fucking much. Continue. It came in uh, uh the fate box. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, continue. Go ahead. Okay. Um, but and I loved most of the story, right? Where it was going, if but like Jen said, you could have shortened it. I felt like it had the second book syndrome and that <laughs> so much happened that too much happened. Like too much happened. Um, I hated that the main characters were separated for the most entire of the book. book. It was like ruining character building. They had like the same fight mm-hmm. every single time they were together. Nothing yes. was resolved. She was a naive 20-year-old, which I gave her credit because she was 20. Okay, cool. But like they didn't see each other. We didn't see one dragon till like the end. Okay, so okay, you know, the book changed halfway. I really liked the second school once the book changed halfway. I really liked that they learned that whole starting a new school and learning the old runes and stuff. Cool, Mm -hmm. let's keep going with that. Like, (laughs) let's get the Griffin Riders in. Cool, let's go. Uh, the the ex girlfriend shindig to make another matter worse between the the two that are already fighting. Uh, no, I'm completely game. fine with that. I was so fine with Cat being mm-hmm. added into that just because it gave nope. me that level of like jealousy. Cool. Okay. I love the second that so to much. add another thing to their already broken trust. Why? Chapter but it 25? wasn't really adding it to their Why? broken trust. Why do that? Why do all, that? They Why both 25? Like, I, I'm more What's upset the point that of chapter I'm 25. Upset. There's no the point was, in it. What was okay. 25? Like, uh, Jack Barlow. Why? Why? We literally just had school broken half. Venon just came out. The entire secret's out. The Wardstone broke. Only one can come. And Darna's the seventh breed. Uh, the mom died. And then, boom. The ending? Why? I knew. I, you I knew literally it was had. I knew that was things. coming. I thought it was going to be violent. I didn't Why? think I it, it was, was going to be Aiden. I Fix, thought it was going to be violent. Fixate on one. Fixate on one. Don't give me seven huge things. Fixate yeah. one. That was like, a, it was. It was overwhelming. But I loved the cat aspect because it gave more of a depth, a more emotional level to, because that's real life, you know? Sorry, like, I just brought up, like, Everything, everything in the book you did you really did I did I'm and, and we can dive into each one of those now but like that was my thing it's like why why I, I know I Alicia and I part because I thought that was so cool but when it when she first came out I was like this motherfucking bitch and I remember my mom texting me and being like this bitch okay I guess we'll start with Kat I think we're gonna get why? I think we got some of the whys to all of those in this book. Yes. But I think we're going to no. get all of the whys later. Like that's the why. That's is, why. <laughs> it's not even so much like, like, why is this, you know, why are we talking about this? It's why is this in here? Like there was so much stuff where we were like, why did they, okay. My biggest why beef, now? My why not the third peeve, book? There's going to be five books. Yes. And I yeah. totally share some my pet peeve is in movies and books 
when you see the person die and they come back. Mm-hmm. That is my biggest pet peeve. Like that guy is dead. But then oh, Jack Barlow. Back. And I get that it's like the whole venom thing, but I hated that so much. I was like, and, this is so stupid. This guy them. finally died, finally met his end, and then he's here. Like, why? He saves her falling That's off. That's my why. Is so I, was like, I don't feel okay. like that added to the story. Well, in I a think good way. Bill. I think it's going no. to play a bigger part later. It will. But honestly, Zayden going to him in that last chapter, that was fucking stupid. Zayden would never do that because we all know Jack Barlow is a two-timing whore, okay? Well, I think it it will. It will come to play only because yes. now you know he can kill his dragon and not die if he is a right. venom. But right. he's not venom yet. Here's where I'm very lost. Mm-hmm. Because is of the different he, levels. Is he's called asim or whatever yeah. whatever that yeah. is but he but they didn't venom. really explain what that meant so they, they just threw venom. out this new term and it just came out of nowhere and then it was just there and the word was said and i'm oh. like what is this so to me that's a cadet right and then it's a different level yep. uh like the sage is that's up here. a cadet right and then a sage is like your officer and a general is like your general that's how i so got like it. by the time you do met the second time you're an addict but the first time you're just trying to anytime you pull not really the moment you pull and you get the red ring you're a venom the moment oh. you pull power from the oh, ground why? you're venom but i why think he's pulling but... from the ground bad that's why because, I'm confused is because I swear somewhere in there it said it said something like, well, I'll do this to become venom. Like to me, that, that was like a baby venom, not anything to do with rank. It was well, it was the creature type. Right. A baby venom, like that, but that's just well, because a venom is the bottom a title, power, right? I mean, because oh, you gotta like, think, like cadets, they're not pulling mm-hmm. full power from their dragons yet either. Right, right? because they're, they're not ready for the power. Baby right. channels, they're not pulling full sigint power yet. They're not pulling. That's that's the way I interpret it. Like, yes, they they just started pulling a little power, so they're like this very baby venom. And mm-hmm. they haven't fully channeled, they, they haven't started draining a lot. Like they haven't really started like pulling the power, like, like really experiencing like, yeah. But like why, why is it that pulling from the earth is bad? Because most types. I wonder if it's of, like balance. Most types of witchcraft take from the earth they take from mother earth that is what is meant to be but i don't and think they're asking witchcraft I, like yeah no they don't you do like Every, a chant and you give herbs and you do something it's a give and take but i think this is just take i think take. that's the difference is there's, there's no, no balance it's I you're taking and you're killing i don't think that's ruining. what it's going to end up being though i think it's going to end up being you are able to take from the earth, but you have to do it with a balance. That's I what I was going to say. Is, is it something where, like, he has to give something back in yeah. order some to kind of, like, offset it? Or something, because the earth regenerates its powers. And in so many types of witchcraft, in so many types of folklore, you don't, you don't do 
chance or you don't do whatever you're just pulling power from the earth because the earth wants to give us that power because we live on the earth and we are the earth's children but you do though you take care of the earth and they don't if you read it the barons are the barons nothing can survive on that so they are taking and they're not that's not saying like that dragon riders can't take from the earth and also give back to the earth well that's what yeah like there's and that's my thing why can't he just give back some of right. the power why can't he just give it back dumb. like here have some like, of my dragon power like, like, and like now that he's I'm like not a anymore. now that he's right. had now a touch that though, had some, does it mean back. like that he's a danger to like touch violet or someone no like, i don't if he think pulls, so like i don't think well, so that's the whole thing is he cool he's siphoned it but now he can do it again right the last chapter was him just sleeping next her <laughs> so seriously yeah. or no yes. one knows and she kept it a secret and i know she needs him and she doesn't care either way i i do the same thing but i guess no one really cares because he just woke up sleeping next her <laughs> like, yeah but at book okay so Jake and I were talking about it and he was like, I'm really confused because I feel like the venom you can tell from their eyes and their veins. And I was like, but Jack Barlow hid it this whole time. But he so- didn't because if you read when he, uh, he was fight, eyes. when they finally had their fight, she even says his eyes were bloodshot, a ring around his eyes. But nobody noticed. I she, think they yeah, did she but noticed you just that, say it but was they tired. didn't put it together. Is what like, I'm saying. I think people would just think you're tired or right. whatever. Like, and but at that point, no one knew what Venom was. It was a fable, and no one, yeah. and some of them didn't even know it was a fable. So mm-hmm. no one would have even thought to question. Well, Zayden knew, and and Violet knew, and Garrick, and whoever else went out into. I don't remember who the whole squad was. Half of them died by you know the end of the book more than half of them probably well by that time jack was already dead so she Mm -hmm. like she didn't know by that time you know she had killed jack before she knew venonor real but she did notice that no but but she didn't say oh he might be a venon and neither did any of the other people who were in fourth wing with her and who were in in that battle it, and that's what I'm saying. Like half of them were dead by the end of the uh, end of the second book because they were so, um, they were being assassinated throughout Iron Flame. Seriously, because of that bitch's dad, right? Which is okay, another so thing. I'm They're all being assassinated, thing. and no one does anything. I'm not being no because it's fucking the college and they don't give a shit about fucking murdering people and dying, which is insane. Yeah, Dane's dad's just having people killed off. Right? Right? Okay, I'm not as mad at Dane. Oh, anymore. that poor, their poor friend Nadia or Nadine or whatever. She she Violet? Snaps? She's like, oh yeah, hi, I'm Violet. You're dead. And then that dude just snapped her neck and they yeah. were all looking at him like, what the fuck just happened? Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh shit, thank God Violet said nothing. Like, yeah. That like, was crazy. But the, like, I still don't understand why Atos did that. Why he was so gung-ho to go after Violet. Because didn't he say secrets die with the people who keep them? Yeah. 
Yep. He, he didn't because, he, because they all knew. So yes, for him but it was a her threat. Mother, so he's like her mother didn't know that they knew, but like even then I don't think that General Soringale would have gone after all of them to kill them. I think she would have attempted to recruit them to keep the secret. But no, she Ako's knew. Just... She knew her daughter wouldn't. That's what she said at the end. Like she knew her daughter her daughter would not keep the secret. But like But she wouldn't have attempted to kill them all. And no, but she all. he's already pissed because he got sent to a, a like a a lonely outpost as punishment a whole different level of fucking petty when you're pissed you're pissed i'm pissed about a lot of (laughs) shit but i'm not trying to like assassinate people well (laughs) you you used to be the general's right hand person and then she got pissed and sent you off to like a lonely outpost you're gonna kill her daughter fucker i don't care Atos, but I honestly, I'm not as mad at Dane anymore. I still don't completely trust him, but I'm not as mad as I was because he did choose. And you won't forgive Hunt? Fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. You're right, but fuck off. Uh, fuck off. I need to start listening to those again, honestly. Yeah. Him killing Varish was pretty, pretty sweet. What'd you say? I said him killing Varish was pretty sweet. Oh, okay. so good. Varish was the worst. His voice in the audiobook <laughs> killed me. He was the worst. I literally hated everything about his character. He was yeah, horrible. I was just waiting for him to die. It was like me 15 too. chapters of Varish this, Varish that. It's like, okay, can we just kill him already? And then when he <laughs> brings her in and tortures her. Oh and my you're just gosh. Like, was it torture? Who did I message that I was like the torture? I can't. Like, I was just like, this is. And then I'm sobbing. Liam. Over yeah, Liam. Liam. I'm literally sobbing. Like, I'm about to cry right now, my poor Liam. And I'm like, I can't. I can't do this. This is not okay. Like, and she just sits there and she, it's Aelin all over again. It it's is. You're literally right. Literally Aelin all over again. Yes. And she just gets mended. And then tortured and mended and tortured. And I'm yep. just like, I just, I was like, fuck, dude. Like, I can't, I can't. Like, it was. And then when he goes gone. and like saves her, like, it, they don't even go in depth as to what her condition's like, but everyone who sees her is just like, oh Holy my shit. gosh. Yeah. Like, what have they done to you? Yeah. You know? Okay. So Rebecca Yaros did say, and Alicia bringing up Liam reminded me of this that we did see Violet's second signet in this book. I was wondering. Uh, that it um, was I, There's stone. like three theories out there for it that I, I've I seen so far. So what do you think it is, Alicia? I at first thought it was like being able to like not necessarily dreamwalk because but the the dream with the venom we mm-hmm. all thought it was hers and it wasn't hers we found out mm-hmm. at the end it was she was seeing zayden's dream mm-hmm. um so but now i've i've read that um someone someone had made a comment that she wielded uh zayden um that she can wield people yeah. and um she, he does things he 
he took half of the bat bag bags basgayeth he wouldn't have done that but she said give them the option to come with us um and he he, he allowed it out of love yes but felix says but you wielded him he wouldn't have done it if he didn't have that love for you so right. the the theory is that she can she amplifies other people's um uh signets signets mm-hmm. so like uh take uh, reese rihanna's she hasn't been able to um move things through walls yet but mm-hmm. when uh violet really needed her to take the dagger out from her back um mm-hmm. when varish was there she was able to finally take a dagger through a wall like uh when she needed that, someone else also, to do something you- you could say that was because she was worried for Violet and she loves Violet. Yeah, and, so she and that's where it can go both ways. So, right. like, I could I could see that. Like, she's an yeah. amplifier for everybody around her. I mean, mm, you gotta think, think her squad is literally the only squad still intact. I think that would be too much like Shadow and Bone. I mean, it, this is a yeah. copy of Throne of Glass and Akatar and everything together anyway. So everything's influenced that, it by is, something. That would be, I think, far too much like Shadow and Bone because they actually use the word amplifier for her. What about what do you, you think, Kaylee? Oh, me? Um, I don't think she can talk to the dead. No, I don't either. I think that her second signet is going to be something to do with knowledge and I I don't think it's going to be anything about foresight or anything like that I think it's going to be um maybe being able to kind of put plans together put knowledge together like pieces of a puzzle that other people can't necessarily work out but that it's going to be she's going to be able to put all the pieces of the puzzle together to figure things out because it continually says she's like her father she has the mind of a scribe and andarna even says you know something about her mind and how she she thinks differently than everyone else so i think it is going to be some type of knowledge and intelligence type of signet which is kind of like um uh, who's the general that can see things um melgrin Melgrin, how battles turn out i think hers is just going to be a compilation of knowledge and being able to put those pieces together that nobody else has been able to put together Amanda? amanda So I didn't know this was like a thing while I was reading it. So it's not something that I watched for and I have no idea, but I've yeah. like I've got no clue, but I'm I'm look that's what I'm looking at right now. So it says we straight up saw it yes. in this book. Like it yeah. didn't hint at it. It says we saw it. Yes. But I So I, I, I was know. the only thing I was th- I was just looking up a few t- things too, but one thing I did remember is like when she went in Zayden's mind and like saw him, he was like showing her his or she read his thoughts or something. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if it's something like that where she can kind of not intrinsic so much, but like oh yeah, that's I was just reading that there's like a theory that she could be somewhat intrinsic like that because he seemed so freaked out that she knew what he was thinking and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. another one is yeah, what Alicia said, like her being kind of 
um, I forgot an amplifier about that one jen about the first one that's that's a big one because yeah. when dane when Dane goes to read her mind, when he does read her mind, she doesn't let him pull whatever he wants to pull. Right. She pushes what she wants him to to do. So that that's one of the biggest signs, or that's one of the biggest theories of what her second signet is, Persuasion. is that she is able to do that. Like I project. Like yeah, the, or, the one like, I read was she can be persuasive or like influence people which kind of goes one. into what you were saying that like she kind of influenced like you know yeah people yeah. to come and follow and she kind of influenced like you know it's Dane like, to kind but of that's yeah. more like a, a lovable people listen to you type a charismatic type signet you know what I mean well because well, she's the kind of person who I think she it, it's all about who she is so yeah she's the person who's always going to want to do the right thing She's and always going to want to do to help. And I think that, like, if it is something where she can persuade people, mm-hmm. it's because she's so strong-headed, strong-willed, again, mm-hmm. of, like, this is right. We need to do this. So it could be something like that where she can persuade people because she's so set on this is what I'm doing because it's the right, right thing. Her her will. And, well, and Andarna's kind of that way. Her strong will of i'll be where i'm needed she's so sassy i fucking love her throughout (laughs) this entire book her teenageness the the quote that rebecca put out um we do not eat our allies find another snack it was so funny tino taryn telling her that and all the times that and arno was sassy to him and you just like feel as a parent the big that Taryn is feeling having to deal with Andarna. I loved that so much, but it's funny because Jake and I were talking about it and he was like, I knew that she was going to be the seventh breed, like probably halfway through the book. I, I picked that up and I was like, okay. The repetition. Oh yeah. Let's talk about Andarna's like thing, color. I told Alicia, I said, I'm waiting for them to tell us why they keep talking about About her scales. scales. Obviously a thing. Because and they kept did. saying she was smaller too, so I was like, maybe that's a whole other part. I of thought it. she was gonna be a rainbow, a rainbow dragon. Like, I, it, oh, did, did is she like a chameleon? Is she like a chameleon? chameleon? That's she what can, I thought. Well, that's, that's what I think she can. That's change. what I still think because yeah. she she always says, "I can hide, I yeah. can hide." And it says like she was gray, and then it says she was she she reflected green. She reflected sky blue. It had yeah, she used this. every color. Yeah, yeah. I think. But I think she's she choosing to be black because she wants to be like Taryn because, because she she looks up to him yeah. so much. So I think it can be chameleon or she's rainbow. She can. She's right. color I think she's she all of them. To- to yeah. blend in but yeah. when people like she wants to be black unless she's having to do that so jake's biggest theory for this whole book it has to do with andarna and he said that when she was talking about her egg he was like well she she said her egg was left behind because she was the last of her kind So what if, you know, all the dragons that are like her 
are on the aisles that nobody talks to anymore that they flew away because she specifically said that her egg was left behind. Mm. Yeah, there's no way she can be the only one. Right. Well, it's or like, she could be. It's a she, her- so that she can make more. Right? right. Well, only well, if they would be half breeds. They wouldn't be full, right? Unless can they not have half breeds? I, I mean, know. how does that work? Because like the two dragons that they have are obviously different. Right, breeds. like that's the Gale and they're and mated. Yeah, so, you're right. I yeah, guess they choose what breeded it. I don't like in the egg, but that's what got me with the whole Andarna thing. Mm-hmm. Is that she said, um, she waited to hatch. She waited yes. 650 years in her egg, uh-huh. so she's just sitting in this egg like. I'm gonna wait till I know that I feel this thing in the the. the but earth. she right. can hear. But she can like hear everything while she's right. in. So there. she's literally the oldest dragon. So yeah. she's not yep. a baby. She's the oldest dragon because she's sitting there on her egg for 600 years, just waiting for the rider she wants. <laughs> and then she's all like, like, she's like, "Oh, I felt her be born." Or no, she turned was, 18. I'm coming. It was home. that she heard people <laughs> talking about her. Talking about the Sorengale with mm-hmm. the frail, the yeah, the, the frail, frail Sorengale with, with the mind hair. of a scribe or whatever. Right, and yeah. she knew, she knew that. But the it's the mind of the scribe that is so repetitively said that gets me to thinking that's going to be something to do with her signet. I because think influence because she influence. just she just understands like this is like. And her it and they just did, make sense, right? And they so, have said that the scribes have more influence of history, right? The that scribes. they have more influence than anyone else because of the, they hold the history. So I actually I'm going for that one because she pushed what she wanted in Dane. She can influence half of writers to do whatever she like. Right. Like, I'm gonna go with that one. She's I like think she's so logical. One. That for her, she can she has such good sense of logic that it's hard to go against that. So I think it's easy for her to be like, guys, this is no. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe who knows? I don't know. I think it's gonna. Oh, be can we talk to... about his though? Now that we're talking about her, her, what hers might be, the fact that Aiden's. I will. You guys go first. I'll hold my tongue because I talk way too much. So go. What do you What do you mean? Talk about his. Like what his second signet? His second signet or whatever. That we find out that he has the second one. I mean, I knew that he was gonna have a second one because the the whole family thing, the first one, I was like, they said in generations don't because of this. I was like, he's gonna have a second one. Right. The fact that she was like, What is it? I was like, Oh, here we go. (laughs) Well, but she was so mad about it, and I think that's so fucking stupid. Like, why are you mad? How could she possibly be mad about it? There's Ugh. there's just no universe in which he shared his signet right. with anyone knowing that they all died. Because <laughs> she has no God trust that you all no are trust. on my side. Thank God. I, I understand not trusting I understand. No, I don't think that's why. I think but she no, but doesn't I... trust him right now. And so she's taking one more thing to be like, oh my gosh, maybe you it's not this. real because of like your signet. It's like she just can't I get that. Just I, I get do, that I he do. loves her. 
I do understand that she was embarrassed though, because she did say, so you knew that first time that you ever saw me that I wanted to kiss you. And oh my God, how fucking embarrassing would that be as a twin? I mean, I think he would know. I think everybody knew the very first time that she saw him on the parapet that, oh, she wanted to kiss him and he knew it. And nobody else knew that's in her own brain. That would be so fucking embarrassing for anybody to know. Like, think about all those times that you I see a human care. being out in public and you're like, oh, I ended up with him anyway. I, I would have cared. Yeah. The Guys, point of the point sure she... relationship was at, the, it no, nobody cares about that anymore because then when she meets him and she's with him one on one and they actually do get that's over with who freaking cares you're right but There's it would no- still be a little embarrassing no here's no, the deal because, come on she gave him do me eyes guys i'm sure he figured it out without having to <laughs> read her mind but here's the deal in the first book you literally watch professor Carr snap this guy's neck after five mm-hmm. minutes okay 100 percent. the gail didn't even tell her mated dragon yeah. her mate yeah which is a bond stronger than a rider, okay? Yeah. Because it is instant death. So for her to at all be somewhat mad at him for yeah. not saying something that would instantly kill him, fuck yeah. you. Yeah, like, she was get stupid. over yourself. You yeah. either love him or you don't. Move on. Like, get the fuck over yourself at this point in time. Well, like, I, I was do like, understand you having a minute of being embarrassed, no, but then you're like, like, nope, totally get I it. I knew it. Less totally than a minute. Less than a minute. I was like, because oh, she's no. like, oh, was my love even real? You can't make somebody yeah. love oh, you. That you can't make somebody love you. That yeah. is free will. No matter yeah. if someone says the things you want to say, you literally can't make someone love you. Like, you are an idiot. Like, I just At, can't. Hold I can't. on actions speak louder than words and everything he did to keep her alive should be enough the fact that she couldn't see herself and he made her a harness the fact like all this stuff that he did and it's like how he He literally destroyed the entire secret and tracked waven reverend how are they say them and threw them on outpost he left his like um yes she was being an, a complete and total moron i do get one minute of oh shit i'm embarrassed but n- no ever was it like real? not this ever not considering secret. do you love me is this real whatever that's fucking stupid she was being a moron At this but, hold on and also book. also it's hypocritical for how much she was talking about honesty and wanting to know everything and he tells her and that's how her reaction and then is. her reaction no is wonder. like i'm done that's the whole thing everything she's fucking stupid if she thinks he can he literally so licked her clean on his throne okay and then she's gonna be like that was a little too much for me what does that say a little too much it said violet annoyed me that was my first point on this (laughs) well because there was a point in the book where like so she's getting mad about the secrets that's the whole fucking first three quarters of the book mm-hmm. but then when they actually talk about it like he's straight up so when she has what's what's the secret that she keeps that makes them finally have this conversation she's she's like doing something and i can't oh, the books. she's uh, getting the books, like the books right? yeah yeah the they're books. doing the research on the books 
So when they finally have this conversation, he's like, you can have secrets from me. That's yeah. fine. Done. Don't end do it in spite. Talk, though. That should have been the end of the secret conversation. Yes. That should have been it. I well, think everybody like, has secrets. Well, everybody. and this is what you and I, I, we were talking about it. And I have secrets. My job has me signed a non-disclosure agreement. I cannot tell you, my husband, my family, what I do. Like, I have tons of secrets. That's just what it is. Does my husband love me less because of it? Absolutely not. Would he ever be angry with you because you can't be like, yes, bitch, aliens are real? Absolutely (laughs) not. I've seen their eyeballs. <laughs> like, and I don't know if I that's like up their spaceship. I mean, so it's just like, I mean, Jen's in this. All of us should know this. I mean, we're all military, you know, Gen male FBI. Yeah. Like, so like we we all understand this to an like an aspect of it. It's I gave like, up knowing everything. Oh, same. Like, yeah. same. I just don't give a shit. I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. even ask the questions anymore. No, I don't want to know. Honestly, I don't even want to know anymore. I do, however, I was annoyed with Zayden for the fact that he was like, well, you're not asking the right questions. Okay, Okay, get over that shit. Just fucking tell her. Don't make her ask. Just tell her. Like, I didn't get that part. Like, why make her ask? Like, unless I get the part with the mom. Do you want to know? Do you want to know if she was the one? And do you want that carved him do you want to know that they had a an agreement to watch after her like ask it if it upsets you i get that part right. but don't I'm make not trying her to hurt ask not everything, everything. yeah right. i agree i think there needs to be some kind of like you present this because that's the whole point of like the trust is if yeah. you're not saying this stuff to her like how is she supposed to know what to ask exactly so i do get that part but i also know that she was also brand new to this whole like world of thing that yeah. yeah they're revolting again and it was a danger if she wasn't a hundred percent ready with her shields and she wasn't a hundred percent like she couldn't even handle being around her friends because of this you really yeah. think that she needed to have more stuff she knew about it so like there's they both made mis. let's just it boils down to they both made mistakes and things but it just kind of irritated me that it was such a double standard with a lot of her stuff yeah like take cat like when we found out about cat and she asked like is that your ex and he said yes and he left it at that why couldn't he say i was betrothed to her through a thing we tried it out for a year and we were toxic and like why couldn't he just be the whole story boom done and then it was done like, well, like it was nothing to me, but she just like altered my feelings, and that's why it's, she thinks it was right, more than it was. Right. It's like, but she I, only I, I wanted me for my crown. She's never actually liked me, which yeah is true. Cat says it. Like so, but Kat he can didn't. Suck a dick, he didn't say that. He just said, "Yeah, she's my ex." Just not Zayden's. Like no, just not Zayden's. I actually like Cat though at the end um, because. She does, and and that's that's a crazy thing for me because I am a vengeful, petty bitch, and mm-hmm. I'm not about forgiving somebody's exes, especially when they fucking act like Cat did. But she came around, and she was like, "Oh, we're on the same squad. Like squad people have each other's backs," and I'm about that. 
though I'm about growth. That was I think, great. I think she kind of changed her mind when she when Violet saved her life with uh solace in the solace in the caves, the orange yeah. dragon. And then she mm-hmm. came back for her. But yeah. there's a theory out there that um that cat and I don't know how to say Cam's real name. Um, like er- Eric, er- is it Eric? A A R. Oh, the prince. The prince. Yeah, I think it's Eric. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, that cat mm-hmm. and Eric are gonna get together either how- out of mutual, either out of like mutual whatever, in order to unite, um, the territory kingdoms. But how yeah. fucking cool was that? Because when it came out that that was a king's son, uh, Julie and I were messaging each other, and we were like, "Are you fucking kidding me? The king's son? This is so cool!" And he hates his dad, hates him. I'm about it. I'm about yeah, it. Yeah, he might be one of my of favorite characters. Mm-hmm. I'm about that too. I I liked Eric. I did. Mm-hmm. I thought he was a cool addition. Mm-hmm. Um, so my favorite is the squad my favorite always is the squad yeah um I didn't like the keeping the secrets from the squad and I like that pissing me off with re with re yeah me too because and we would keep her shit who said it to her did Bodhi say it say it to her where she's like would they said to her like that's Zayden or was it was it Quinn? Uh, not Quinn. Um, Imogen. But it's like that's Zayden's way of doing it is keeping. You don't secrets. have to do. You that. don't have to do it that way. Right. And the instant she finally told her friends, like everything got better. They were yep. all in. Like, and it's like, dude, if you would have just done that from the beginning, like trust your gut, man. Like your squad has been there from from the beginning. Yeah. Like, and that's who you are. Like yep. you are not Zayden. You're not a loner. You are not keeping, you're not good at it, obviously. Right. Um, no, she pushed everyone away because of it. And like, it just got worse and worse. And then she just kept like giving space. And, it, and she it, felt It's bad. one of those things where like, I understand the reasoning behind it because it was really important to keep this a secret so that like all these, you know, like I get it. But yes, it was a trusting. Like you need to trust your friends are going to do the right thing. If you know who they actually are, then you shouldn't have to worry about their reaction to it. But did Re ever tell about sneaking out? Uh, like no one, you know, sneaking out in the first to go see her family, which is completely against the rules. Right. You like all the things that they've been through in the beginning, you know, like, so I don't know. The moment she find like halfway through the book, four hundred pages or five hundred pages, when she finally <laughs> told her friends, I was like, okay, thank God, you know. Um, I'll get easier. But and then they I all started helping, and but just man, that squad together, like Sawyer, Riddick, Re, her, they're, they're just so epic. They're my favorite of this. Without mm-hmm. the squad, I don't think like I would love this book as much because mm-hmm. their growth is just so good it at the the battle at the end when they're in the airspace and i thought well first when riddick got shot during the climb i almost yeah. like lost my shit like and then when riddick was about or sawyer was about to like fall off or riddick or somebody i literally texted the her dragon and, Maria, and i said on his leg i said i can't 
I said, because it was Riddick's dragon that was screaming. And I said, if Riddick, I texted Maria and I said, if Riddick dies, I'm done. And she goes, do you want a little spoiler? And I said, no. And she goes, just to get you through the scene. And I said, (laughs) okay. She goes, only a leg is lost. And then I'm like, (laughs) okay. And then, but I'm thinking the whole time Riddick is going to lose his leg. Fucking Sawyer lose his leg. I was going to lose my shit if Sawyer died because yes. I love Jacenia. Yes. Yes. And Sawyer trying to learn sign language it's for Jacenia. So I was like, cool. She's getting a new love interest. This is going to be great. He's funny. And then he was in like mortal peril. And I'm like, if they fucking kill another one of these dudes that like her, yeah. I'm going to be livid. I'm going to be so cool. pissed. <laughs> I'm not gonna but, lie though, I was waiting for one of the, those core four to die. Me too. Yeah, I'm yeah. just I'm bracing myself. Like I, I think I said it in the beginning, I was like, I'm just waiting for someone else she knows and loves to die because me it's too. just well, like and are they gonna they make it through did. five books all of them? Her mom oh my, no, they won't because she straight up said that in one of her first interviews from Fourth Wing. She's all like, people are dying in my books. But my thing is now that Sawyer doesn't have a leg, he's gonna have to be a professor no or something like that. They don't do. They don't have like prosthetics, right? So like, prosthetic. he'll be a scribe with Jacinia, or they? No, just gonna... I think he'll be like a professor. Infantry? You know, like he'll he'll teach, and he can still ride. He just can't battle battle. You know, like um, but he'll be able to actually have a future with Jacinia now without like making the prosthetic. I mean, look at um, what the what is it? The Pixar Disney. It may not even be that, but it's like the dragons and oh, How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, what? they have to if they're making dragon baby Bjorns with these like saddles <laughs> and stuff. Like they have to be able to make legs. Well, I don't know. I mean, Jack can come back to life. Maybe they cut his head out of the dragon and put it back on. Oh, he's going to have like a dragon scale leg. That's okay. They're here for it. What was I? Um, so, oh God, what was I going to say with that? Um, with the, the crew? There was something else with them that I thought was just like We amazing. love them and they're amazing. I love oh, Imogen. Just, Imogen was such like a bitch Imogen. and now she's just like the best. Well, I mean, she's still a bitch, but like they, but their friendship. The that, oh, during the interrogation, like the way that mm. they like came together was just yuck. everything about them is just it's just. Mm. I think but she's I, proven that like she's gonna do the right thing, and I think that's what Imogen needed. Is for the start of it, it was this is the enemy because they don't like care about fighting all these bad people out there. They don't yeah. even know it exists. So I think once she knew, they were all like, okay, this girl's doing the right thing. Like, she's got our back. We'll have hers type deal. Right. Well, and and Zayden, for her, was basically a god because he did accept all of the lashes for all of them. So, of course, she feels protective of him. And, of course, she feels beholden to him. And, of course, she hates the child of the woman that did it because who wouldn't so yeah Yeah. of course she hated violet at first i would too yeah but but she realized violet is not her mother and she is going to do the right thing and she is going to 
be loyal and have Zayden's back and have all of their backs. She's basically one of the, what do they call them? The the kids? Oh, shit. Uh, we're part of the rebellion. I know, you're trying to say I know. the I marked ones. Like, uh, marked the ones? what? I marked ones? Marked ones. It's another word they use, but yeah, they're marked. They, um, she's basically part of them, Violet is, because she is going to do the right thing every single time. I was like, is Violet going to get a tattoo now? A marked one tattoo? <laughs> she she's like basically one of them. She would have to get a regular tattoo though, because all of their marks happened as their parents burned because of the the, the like stones. spell that they put on them. So that's was, what I was okay. Yeah. Can we? Can someone explain that to me? So the stone had mm-hmm. a spell on it to make them not be like can can. So the relic was put on them, but the stone they held made the relic something else. Is that like? No, 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 no. It was, it it put on them as their parents burned. It protected them as their parents burned. Um, so From they being burned? What? I didn't entirely understand that part either. Yeah, like, from being burned or what? Because it, they're still It activated dying. <laughs> with dragon fire. The, the spell or whatever it was within the stone. I thought they were beheaded. I think they were burned with dragon fire. They were probably scorched, yeah, like the oh. towns and stuff like that. Because they said that even the towns were. Well, so were these kids they, there, like being burned as well, and they just all end up surviving? No, I think they executed them, like in front of people, like Game of Thrones style. Like the kids too. Eddard Stark. They were going to execute everyone, and the children were saved because of the stone, and the mark shown upon them and I I think that the relics will come into play later I really think that the relics are going to be something bigger later yeah I think that's that's one part I didn't entirely understand some type of power I I think they're going to be some type of power I mean just like Harry you know was saved his mother's love and it did come back later to yeah. save him again and I think that those relics are like Harry's scar I did like the the runes learning the runes mm-hmm. um, that old magic that wasn't there like I don't mm-hmm. and and it's I liked how she incorporated all the things that was lost that they weren't being taught like yes. or the fact that like Violet like Felix showed that like she wasn't being taught anything for her lightning signet like nothing oh and the fact that Varish almost fucking killed her with the lightning and just kept making her strike and strike and strike and she still couldn't strike yeah okay i found the page that talks about this okay go ahead let's go so it says it's a protection rune, but it was only intended to be used once. Mm-hmm. So they were told to carry them at all times. And they were to counter the signet of the rider whose dragon would kill them. And they can only be activated by dragon fire. 
Yes. So they held them with them. And when their parents were being executed, because it was by dragon fire, the the relics just formed up their arm. It doesn't yes. like say what it does. Yeah. It just said counters the it, signet of the dragon. It counters so the signet okay, of the so dragon. They come up with so like if they need that the dragon rider. Count counters the signet of the rider whose dragon would kill them. So if they and need it was that designed rider, to protect that, someone. Okay. And but the they were designed to protect someone of their parents' bloodlines. Mm-hmm. So if they meet that writer, that they cannot use their signet on these children. You guys. Yeah. You guys wait. Is that why Melgren can't see them? That's what I'm thinking. That it put it put some type of protection in the 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 relic as well. But also because his signet guys, cannot be used against them. Of their parents' bloodline. I think we might have another generation of riders that like it all, all these riders, if they have kids, then their kids also can't be affected. Yes. I think we might have a baby rider of Zayden and Violet persuasion. Could be. Because how many of our books have done that? None of them. So what if Rebecca is like, oh yes, accidental pregnancy, I'm in. <laughs> you guys know that's my jam. Accidental. We don't need no accidental pregnancy while but she's do. But we do. We no, do. We don't. We always we don't need, need them. I think we'll see um Terrence and Sigales. How fucking cute would that be? Oh my god, I want to love it so bad. Oh my god, theirs would be so cute. I so can't. Cute. Why are we more excited about the dragon than the child? Because because the, the child dragon. is not. It's just this is the wrong world for a child. It would be fine because how vicious would Zayden and Violet be if there were a child? Oh, hello, Binks. Okay, I wanted. I found something about the stop um, looking at venom, the venom hierarchy. Uh huh. And so it says that initiates are the ones that have reddish rings to their eyes that come and go depending on how often they drain others. Asims are the eyes fluctuate in varying degrees of red and the veins distend when riled. And then sages, their eyes are permanently red and their veins perpetually distended towards their temples and expanding with with age. So is he just an initiate? I think they are. Yeah, him and Jack both. Is Jack not an... Oh yeah, because... No, is Jack not an Asim now? Because he just did that whole thing to... Maybe... I think he still is. It hasn't said he's gone. Okay, so he has the veins. If no, these dreams the are Zayden's dreams, <gasps> he mm. has had a lot more, um, like interface, a lot more interaction with the Venon than we know about. So this is. What do you want to say, Amanda? Amanda, what is it? What you find? Yeah. Uh, I'm going down this rune thread Please still because, because oh. it's it's Liam's 
Liam's mom who did this rune spell. And there's this theory says that uh, they think Liam was putting runes into his dragon carvings he was giving people. Stop it! Ooh. What? That That's would be a great legit. theory. I like that. I like that, that theory. Would be such a cool theory. I love that. I have not read that yet. I like that. that too. Is it on like Reddit or something? Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> so got two. I'm, I'm going down the Reddit rabbit hole tomorrow. Oh my work. gosh. Yep. So my thing with the um, what were we talking about? Shoot. Oh, if he's if Zayden is only an initiate, can't if you just don't you like you drain any more power? Can it just can't go? You just go back to normal, or just like, like this is where I need to know. We'll learn more. I know that we will, but like, I hate not knowing things. It makes me crazy. Like that's what yeah. it's like if he if he doesn't keep draining power if he mm-hmm. only did it one time, mm-hmm. like and then why I'm like can he give it back? That's my thing. Can he give it back? Just give a fraction of your own. Like power what if he had to earth. lose a signet in order to no, like gain fuck, back his guys? What's her face? What's her face? Sloan is a siphon. What if? She can also give back to the earth. So you like put your hand on her and she puts her hand on the earth and channels the power into her and then into the earth. To give it back? Yeah. What I'm saying, like, what if he has to give up one of his signets in order to that? Give it up. Bye. Bye. Not the shadows that we want to keep. Yep, not the shadows. He's shadow daddy. He's shadow daddy and zaddy, and we want to keep those. Zaddy, <laughs> shadow Zaddy, we're the worst. <laughs> I love it so much, though. Honestly, I'm really sad because did you guys see the update? She hasn't started writing um the next book at all. She is taking a very well deserved break. But Rebecca, I'm gonna need you to stop writing other books in between these books because we don't fucking care about any of your military love books because they're all depressing and horrible we're going to need you to focus completely on Empyrean and we understand if you need to take a break but do not write anything else you're not allowed this is not a you're not allowed you're not allowed this is not a George R.R. Martin Game of Thrones type situation that we want to have okay we need these people. We need them. Do not fuck with our souls in this way. So what do you think is going to be a book three? I mean, obviously they decided to put the wards up at the college instead right. of because she figured we only have one seventh dragon. How do and you they say can only do it here? Arisha. As Gaia? Arisha? 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 I think the... Arisha. I mean, there's. I don't remember. I don't remember what I was listening to it. The the lady says Arisha. Arisha. Okay, so they do not have wards. However, they might be able to set up some. They might be able to extend them if Mira can, you know, like work with her power or something like that. Well, I don't foresee Arisha disappearing because it's already been rebuilt. I feel like it's it's pretty pivotal at this point. I think it's going to be the Griffin College because 
now that the wards are fully up, they shouldn't be able to use any of their stuff within it. So I think mm-hmm. Bezgaeth is going to be back to like all the Dragon. riders are there, mm-hmm. and then maybe they're going to have all the griffins elsewhere. I don't, I don't really that. know because didn't the griffin the people griffins say that it? they could still use it there? Didn't you because no, the wards was... are weak? The, the wards are going to fail there because they didn't have the seventh breed. Right, because there there can only be one type of there can it can only be like the one of the breeds. However, I mean, uh, the Griffin Riders said they could still work the their magic before they set up with Andarna before uh, Andarna breathes on the fire on the whatever. I think, um, whatever Arisha or whatever. Is gonna be a combined. It's where the Griffins and the Riders are gonna keep being come together. Uh-huh. Well, okay, so you know what's interesting is, uh, and I forgot to talk about this earlier, but when they were discussing putting the wards up with uh, Melgren's dragon, uh, I'm not sure how to say his name. I don't remember. Well, it's like Clauda, yeah, Clauda, Clauda, Clauda. Um, she spoke directly to him the dragon and there'd been multiple times where it says you don't speak directly to dragons unless you want to fucking die she's done that in the that first is book. that is that her thing can she just speak to any dragon she wants because right. she Persuasion. when she was saving sawyer she says i'm about to do something you're never supposed to do which is ride another dragon or speak to another at- dragon well, she didn't. She didn't actually like have a conversation. She just wields all she looked the at, She looked at Sawyer's dragon. And was like, "I'm, I'm coming on this. you. Do this." And then she jumped onto Sawyer's dragon. And normally, yes. that's like a big no no. Heron like right. freaks out if anybody even comes close to him. Like no right. one touches another rider. Well, and dragon. that's honestly that's Taryn because Taryn is a fidgety old man. No, but, but you're not I mean, supposed to ride or talk. Right. Yeah, or speak to anybody else. And she's dragon. done it since the first book. And the fact that she spoke to Melgren's dragon, he is the elder of all of their dragons. He is the one that is controlling everybody else he is the only one that taryn gives any breadth to yeah but she didn't even so she asked for him to do the ward because the right. ward crown because uh taryn did it at arisha but mm-hmm. then she came out and she didn't even give him a courtesy she was like fuck you you got to do this you knew like, how the yeah. fuck dare you? You know this, and no one tells me. Like, and I was and like, nobody hey, killed you're her. talking to this dragon? Right. Like, I think there's going to be something in her lineage that the dragons have an immense respect for. Something in what she is. What something is she? in, I don't know, her, her hair her you know they've made such a point of the streak in her hair i think there's going to be something in her lineage and something in the power that she is that i don't think it's going to be her signet though i really don't i think it's going to just be something in her bloodline that is very daenerys targaryen of her the mother of dragons that they respect her are we gonna go I was looking up theories, right? And yes, it plays into this. And it says that 
um, there's a theory that she's half Venom because her hair color is drained. I didn't see but that. But it's saying that, like, maybe when her mother was pregnant and she got attacked by a Venom, and it wasn't a sickness that her dad was researching about, and it was the venoms. Mm-hmm. But it also said that maybe her mom tried cha- channeling or something. And at some point, Taryn says, I know exactly what and who and what you are, Violet Swearingale. What? So it's like, okay. who knows? I mean, it could be very much like reading into it too much. But... No, I think what nope. is pivotal. Okay, because if you look at the top parts of the book, um, okay. you know, when they give the thing, mm-hmm. there is a missive from Lieutenant Colonel Nolan Mm-hmm. to General Sorengale that says, I've done all the research I can. There is no cure for venom. There is only control. Nolan is a colonel in Fourth Wing and Iron Flame, which means it was prior to both of those books that he wrote it. So it feeds into the theory that either the dad or the mom was venom and they were controlling it. But that, that theory that it's the mom that was venom and she controlled it her whole time. Hence why she had the fever, but not really. Mm-hmm. Um, why Violet is half venom and or she has no pigment in her hair um, is because her mom controlled it um, from before okay. that. Yeah, okay, because but- whatever came from her blood being black wait, or whatever wait. at the end of the first one. I need to clarify for people that are not familiar with the military. Okay. Colonel is after Lieutenant Colonel. Yes. Okay. So it goes Lieutenant Colonel and then you're promoted to Colonel. Yep. So So it would be before. During Iron Flame and Fourth Wing, Nolan is a Colonel. So it would be prior to these books that that was written because he was a Lieutenant Colonel. Yep. Okay, because so in in my brain, Lieutenant Colonel was above Colonel, so I needed to clarify that because yeah. I I was confused. So that really that makes sense, especially uh, Jen, when you tied in the who and what you are, like mm-hmm. her, she's frail, she's her hair, and someone said there might even be a thing that, like I know you keep your hair short because dragon riding or whatever right. but someone said the mom's hair might have been silver too at the bottom um if, oh, if she didn't but like taryn knows everything he's kept so much from her and she's so his much, writer so he could know like my i guess the one thing i'm really curious about though is like why is her body so frail then like is she because she's part venom and she's not like siphoning Raining? is that like why well, her body is more frail than most people. I know that Rebecca Yaros is incorporating that in because both she and her children have um, a certain condition that makes their bodies more frail. I can't remember what it's like called. Like brittle bone kind of? It's Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. Yeah. Yes, I, they all have that. She and her children. And I know that's why she so, wanted to incorporate that. Yeah, but it's like not is, your bones. It's like your joints like right. can dis- dislocate easy. Your ligaments are stretchy. Um, yeah, and, and she, because Violet does point that out at one point when she has her arms tied behind her back or something um, with Zayden in fourth wing. And she's just like, oh, it comes with that whole you know, like brittle bone type thing. And 
I know that Rebecca Yaros is incorporating that into the series because she wanted to raise awareness for herself and her children about that because I had never heard of it before. So I, I appreciate that wanting to raise awareness, but I'm sure as a writer, she's going to incorporate that in. And I think that she could do that with Venom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they've done that in other books too. Like I know Curse of Dark and Lonely is the same. Like the girl, the main character, you know, has like something too. But I was just curious if it's just one of those things too that she's trying to use that as like a real life thing, but in the book as like a reasoning for something more. Right. And I, I you think know? you're right, Jen. I think that she will use that as a reasoning for something more. But that's you know that's the star that's the part of a real writer that you incorporate something in your in your life in who you are and you make it this big beautiful web of stuff in your own world I think that's so beautiful and so cool she wanted to raise awareness for that and she is because it's something we had never heard about, but it's something we're talking about now because yeah. of the books. Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely feel like it'd be something where it's like, Me she too. can just have it in there because it's her real life thing, or she could have it in there and have it play into I think she'll do both. Something more. I think, yeah. I think she'll have it in there yeah. because it's a real life thing. I but think she'll it'll tie it into, into like one of them being a venom and that's why she is what she is but also why she can i don't know she'll do something that will you know bring the end to the venom or save zayden or something it'll be something pivotal they're gonna have a three quarters venom baby like you know it'll be so cute (laughs) i don't know okay so we got kaylee wants we got three more books to go and I almost have to do like a whole cheat sheet to remember all the things I need to close a loop on. Me because too. There are just so much that needs to be like closed on. Mm-hmm. Like, but I feel like there's gonna be so much we don't, we still don't know exists because there's still three left and not just like one left. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's like why there's got to so be mad. more. Because it's like, why add so many elements when you still have three books to bring things into? Dude, she was probably so pressed by her publishers because Fourth Wing was so amazing and and was received so well that she probably just felt so pressed, which sucks because as readers, we want it to be as organically amazing as Fourth Wing was. But I thought but, she said that it's all laid out. All five books, I think she said. Laid out. All yes. laid out, yeah. Yes. So, but it's easy to lay things out. So she's got not, a plan. It's, I mean, it's, it's the which, connections that's Which hard. is why I'm still hyped for the series, right? Oh, I still same. have dragon tattoos, right? Like, uh, yeah. still we have got, it all. We should post these. We like, forgot to post our dragon tattoos. Like, I still, I'm down because- I got three books to go. All I have to say is I really hope, I really hope Andarna eats Jack or whatever kills him because she can got her venom killing power. He needs to really die. Like Andarna is my favorite character. Okay, Andarna needs to just become this amazing 
pivotal type retribution character. And if she can't fly and hold fucking Violet, I'm going to riot. Oh, I hate, okay. I hated that aspect. I'm going to be so saddled for that. I'm going to be so pissed if she can't hold a rider. Why do I'm that gonna... to Andorna? A human bejorn for the... the dragon. I'm not mad about that. Because, really, like, Karen's all bigger and powerful, and Andorna, I feel like, just serves a different, a different purpose for her. Dies. What if he dies? And Darna needs to hold Violet while she. I mean, runs. nobody else has two dragons. Like, that's if he dies, just... she dies, and then yeah, it wouldn't matter. So, like, but that's she's the having thing Darna is... to hold on to her. But do we but know? Dies, dies, do we dies, know? Yes, too. If Taryn dies, if she does, is that what you just said, Amanda? I couldn't. Yeah. Okay, like we don't know that for real though, because she's got two. But I thought they said that. There's two. I guess they said a writer without a dragon, right? Right. And she still has a dragon. And we now know that Jack fucking killed his dragon, and we know that he's Venom and it didn't do shit, so if we're saying she's part Venom, then... And that triggers my thing. What's his bond like now with Seagal? Can he bond a... Because he did say she'd been very quiet. So can he still have his bond with Sigale? He has to because Jack did it that whole time. But I guess if he dies, it wouldn't necessarily trigger like her death. Is their bond going to slowly deteriorate? Oh, that would be so sad. Because his he but if he doesn't pull power from anybody but her like is she gonna want is he tainted now like when it comes to their bonds like so that maybe that's what he has to give up to get back we didn't discuss this weird like potion they were being given right so does it say in there at some point that that's what they were giving the people to tamper down the venom that's what they were giving jack yeah yeah so that took away their ability to communicate with their dragons so if satan has to drink this to tamper down the venom then he shouldn't be able to communicate with with her with but he might not be able to communicate with violet either yeah it 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 pauses their bond basically it it no i know that cloud fluff but but like with him now like, I wonder if, you know, because they're connected, they have this, like, connection. To me, I'm wondering, so I'm visual, right? So I've, like, visualized that, like, pathway that connects them. Is his now, like, growing gross, like, seaweed vines because it's tainted by venom? And is it, like, going to slowly deteriorate because he's oh. corrupt? You know? The fact, like- the fact that Segal said, no, stop, I chose you killed my fucking soul she was broken because would of he what have, he would he have died was there no outlet like would he really have died i don't if think he, he would have died happen? i think yes i think he would have died but i think it was the fact that the sage was threatening violet that caused him to do that <laughs> not himself he couldn't have pulled more from Sagal. What if she had nothing left to give? I don't know. But See, honestly, I, I don't know. That's the other beef with that ending was it felt like it was unnecessary. 
it was it didn't so feel like he had to do that like he was just like i don't want him to get to violet violet was fine he didn't know where she was fine right was, and it was the, it was the it was the just like oh yeah you know what fuck it i'm in a cave i think it would That's have been how I felt. more but it also felt like it would have been more understandable had she been there and the sage was like threatening her in his presence yes versus like a oh no he might get her type thing it was like she right but fine. he was feeling her dying right wasn't yes. that he was feeling her dying putting her power into the stone or whatever yes. into the thing? because You're that's right. that's what triggered it for him was he was like oh my god she's dying like he could feel her dying right. because i didn't he think did about this. that you're right he did this before slash as her mother was doing her thing to save her also i can we talk about that scene though because her mom literally walked just calmly walked up to her put her boot up to her and kicked her off the stone and i fucking love that so much because she was just like so that was the most military thing as a mom where we would all be like i'm gonna run up to you and fucking shove the shit out of you off that stone and but it was so calmly military i'm gonna walk up to you put my boot up to you and fucking kick you off that stone and she's like so what you're gonna do is siphon from me into this stone and she did and violet was so upset about that because obviously everything that we've held against violet's mom to this point i feel like we're just letting go because she did really just want to protect her children she really did that was it and she gave her life to do it yeah uh, alicia i see your face and does it mean she did not make mistakes absolutely not but as parents are we perfect and do we make mistakes absolutely we do but but push comes to shove and you give your literal last breath oh no i would have done that part but like I still feel like I wouldn't have like and put an entire Mm -hmm. civilization uh, at risk for my children. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like I still could have protected that as the military person. I'm over here like, would I put my children? Would I put the entire world at risk for my children? Probably selfishly, yes. But the thing is, I'm military, right? You're dragon right. riders. You can protect your children, right? Like, so, but you're, like... you're military, but I'm over here like my kids number one. Fuck everything else. I'm gonna protect my kids. But you're like even from from a mother's point of view, I could not in good conscience think about all of the children outside of the wards and not also give everything in my soul to protect those babies yeah and that that's my thing like there I would use my resources to protect my children first but I don't think I would just blatantly lie and pretend that like a war everybody else's children yeah like, because I, as a mother, I don't think I could do that to other mothers' children. So, like, would I abuse my power to keep my own children safe? Yes. No fucking yeah. But would I just <laughs> keep a secret like that? 
And damn everybody else's doing it for your children. It's not. (gasps) It's it's tough because it's like I'm a big advocate of do the right thing. Like that's just you do what's right, but at the same time, like I don't know. Like I, those are I get a little bit of her trying to protect her kids and stuff like that because I think the minute she were to say something to them, then they would have been threatened or they would have died (laughs) or they would what she did is you like my my real problem with her is not even so much that like because it was a whole thing for years of it being hidden it's Mm -hmm. how she treated violet and how violet felt that's what i didn't like is that she didn't feel like she was loved or cared by her mother and that's where i'm like maybe you should have been a little better to your kid (laughs) alicia what are you looking at Nothing, I'm just thinking. Oh, okay, you were like this, and I was like, what's happening? No, I'm just thinking. I was listening and thinking. I think we need to wrap this episode up. This is two hours of episode. Yeah, but it's Iron Flame. Yes, <laughs> so. it is Iron Flame. And there, uh, you guys, I don't know, Um, this is coming out a lot later than this event happened. But Alicia last night went to an event where she dressed as more and she was absolutely more incarnate. And we're going to make her post photos. Um, I posted a reel today. Okay. So as this, as this episode airs, you will have already seen it, but we are so proud of our more incarnate that we just don't even know what to do with ourselves because honestly, that video those photos were 100,000% so fucking epic. And I, it was my first time like cosplaying, cosplaying. a character. I was, I I was wish like, they okay, had stuff works. like that in the boondocks of North Carolina. <laughs> and I know that they don't. I'd probably have to drive two hours to Raleigh. But you looked so incredible. You looked so beautiful. The pictures I, I'm you, just surprised that, you that like. Us, I feel happy that people knew who I was trying to be. Yes. Well, and the pictures that you showed us of you looking up at Derek and laughing were so just, I I can't even think of the word. They were so natural and so beautiful and so, oh, honestly, a little bit spring court mixed in with night court in the beautiful lightness and happiness that you showed. And they were just perfect. They were wonderful, and we are so proud of our cosplayer. Yay! Thanks, thanks. I'll try. I like. I was like, okay, it wasn't that hard. I can probably do more reels as more. Um, oh, I'll just have yeah, to like do my makeup. Ears. Yeah, I man, you just ears. gotta slap the ears on because now you have the hair. Yeah, right. The long, beautiful hair. I'm gonna yep. need you to send me a link too for those ears because once you, I hair- lost one last night. <laughs> oh, no. You lost yeah. it. Like in, off, I'm assuming. Where the yeah, fuck did so, you lose it? Because I was wearing heels, my mom's heels, my feet were killing me, and we were walking to the car, and I was dying, and I was going so slow. So, okay, soon worthy on my husband, he picks me up, uh, and carries me to the car, um, like with like you know like a this, so I wouldn't yeah, I have to like out this. Last night. Uh, so I wouldn't have to walk. Um, but while he like scooped me up, my ear fell off. 
<laughs> and he went back to try to find it, but he couldn't find it. So I'm down an ear. Well, um, I hope he banged his brains out for that. <laughs> so that's I, an uh, interesting I, find I, for whoever I, finds I, that ear. Like, why is there a random <laughs> ear? And it's got piercings in it. <laughs> so oh my god. <laughs> okay so i need some ears and i need some extensions yeah no it was oh and i can't okay we'll talk about it real fast um my dress that i bought was too big so i ordered another one and uh it was supposed to get here yesterday oh i thought it did it didn't come in so i ended up at five o'clock saying to Robbie my brother because I showed him the too big one and it just wasn't gonna work and we ran to Dillard's clearance stop um, it and I went to the the red gown section and we pulled a few and we found that dress in literally 30 minutes and came home and it was even cheaper than the dresses from Amazon and it was even better and I'm like I'm so obsessed with that dress that I might actually yes. wear it to the Space Force ball in January. I'm super um, excited. And I'm super jealous that you had that relationship with Robbie, you know, that he lives in your house and that you can just like go girl time that shit, find a dress together. He did. He just like came with me. He looked at the size. I mean, because it's a clearance center. So the big yeah. thing was I found some other dresses that I loved, but they were like all size zeros or like, and yeah. I was like I'm not a size zero. <laughs> You have to you have to never eat to be a size zero. I know. That's 14 year old. It was like there was this one dress I loved and it was like a size zero or size 22. And I'm like, okay, there's no middle ground for me here. None for you. you. I found that dress of all things and it was just um and I tried on a yeah. Anyway, it was I found that dress literally three hours before the event. So um it was awesome. Uh, it was so perfect for that. I I literally felt that it was one of the ones that you ordered. No, and I I'm obsessed with it. And it was like, you know, Dillard's clearance. It was sixty five percent off. So it was like yeah. originally one hundred and forty, and I think I got it for like forty eight. So like, and honestly, fuck you for not texting me and telling me that. I'm gonna. Well, just- I had no service at the damn. Uh, I was gonna send pictures of the dresses, and I got I had the SOS on my phone so I couldn't even send pictures to ask people to help me like I was gonna put it in the group so much lately that is a confidence booster dress and I'm gonna go find my nearest Dillard's now but I'm finna find one I told the girl you should there was hundreds of dresses and they had racks and racks of just like just colors right they're sorted by colors and I told Robbie I was like I'll never go anywhere again for a gown. I will just come here. <laughs> it was amazing. Anyway, sorry, tangent done. Um, and um, before we wrap up, I'm super excited about this stupid jar. I <laughs> we none of us have seen this goddamn jar. Because I haven't. It better be cool because the way you're hyping this up is like too much. And if you it's get like, it and it's just like this regular jar thing, I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> Can you please send us pictures? I don't even know what it looks like yet. It's a canning jar, guys. It's gonna be just a ball jar, like. (laughs) Um, but 
but it's like I'm so excited because my whole like 2024 physical TBR thing is almost complete um and I'm super excited because she has like 68 fucking books that she (laughs) only 66 okay I counted it three times and there was 72 I counted it but you left remember you left some out you did not wrap some oh yeah Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there's the blonde exception. She has 68 books that she has fucking wrapped in, in brown paper. And she's going to put all the numbers in a jar and just pick one and read them. Oh, God, it's going to be great. Okay, when my jar comes in tomorrow, I'm going to show you guys. And I hope you think it's so cool because I'm so excited. You have hyped the shit out of this jar. Big time. Okay. Hey guys, thanks for joining us here at the Territorial Fade podcast. Um, This will probably be our last episode for December. We are going to take a break. And I know we took a big break in November. We haven't been the best, like Kaylee was saying um, in the beginning, but life kind of, you know, was rough for us the last few months. It us in the teeth. So um, we are going to take a break and we're going to use that time to recoup, um, you know, really nail down some episodes, uh, get our uh, Instagram, our, our engagement back up and everything. So you guys get have our to- hunger games back, get our hunger games back. <laughs> we're going to finish those episodes off at the beginning of the year. We're going to finish all those books up for our mini episodes of Hunger Games. If you guys have ideas of what you want to talk to us about or listen to us talk about or join us and talk to us about, like DM us some topics, whatever you want. Um, we really you, mean that. Yeah. Even if you yeah slide you into that. those DMs. Right? Yeah. Really yeah. Mean <laughs> you know, I, I know we say this every time, but we honestly mean it. We um do this on Zoom. And if you are down, we can just send you the link and, you know, more than welcome to join us as we book Chatty chat with us, man. You no, know? um, but we will still be around, engage with us, talk with us, um, and we will be back 100% at the beginning of the year. Um, we are excited for everything to come next year, new releases, UtopiaCon, all the things. So, um, Follow us on Instagram at the Territorial Fay Podcast. Listen to our old episodes if you haven't on anywhere you can find uh, podcasts. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any of those things. Follow um, host Amanda on uh, Bookstagram, Quinn of the Rereads, and me and Lady Perfectionist. And until next time, happy listening. <laughs> <laughs>